recording. But I want to see in the chat, how are we feeling? I was going to say beginning this week, I'm a bit confused because I've just got back from Dubai. <laughs> it might be Tuesday, but in my head, we're still beginning this week. So how are we feeling beginning this week? What is kind of like, what, what is what is the emotion that is dominant? Can we name it as we go into this week? Daniela says really good. Amazing. What does really good? Excitement. Okay, cool. Excitement, anticipation. My frequency is everything is always working out for me. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about, and I started to talk about this a little, a little bit in the live that I threw into the group whilst I was away. So the thought is everything is working out for me. What frequency does that create? What's the emotion that you're emitting if your dominant feeling is everything works out for me? Ah, amazing. Daniela says, I got hired today to join the Neo Emotional Releases team. Congratulations. That's so exciting. But Daniela, what is the feeling that corresponds? Everything is working out for me. Because as life happens, we drop the frequency and we can find it. We can feel our way back to alignment. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And everyone else, what is the feeling that you're feeling today? Can we notice what we're feeling today? We're going to be talking a lot about frequency this week. So can we start by tapping into our bodies? What are we feeling today? Hi, Sandra, darling. It feels like resonance and trust. Yes. Okay. So like, Daniela, I want you to take almost like a body snapshot. It's almost like you've taken a photo of this feeling, right? Because when stuff happens and you stop feeling this feeling, when we can refine the feeling without changing circumstances, that's when we start to master our reality. Camille feels expansive. Yes, Daniela, the word is safety. Hi, Camille, darling. Okay, amazing. So we've got expansive. We've got um, resonance. We've got trust. Anyone else? You guys can come and throw in the chat. I feel funky. Like any of that is fine. All is welcome. Um, we don't need to like come onto these Zooms and fake it, right? What I want you guys to start gathering today is awareness, 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 because development, manifestation, mastery, it's, it's a game of awareness. Okay, Sandra's feeling incredible. She's feeling in flow. Sandra signed her first pay in full And um, the weather has suddenly gone warm when I'm used to it. It's suddenly very miserable. And I can't work out if I'm hot or if I'm cold in my greenhouse room. Okay, aircon's on. What else have we got? Congratulations, Sandra. I, I love that you still have wet hair. Okay, not relevant, guys. I wash my hair very rarely because it takes forever to dry. Um, and I'm not very good at washing my hair. <laughs> my hairdresser tells me off every time. This is the most pretentious thing I'm going to say, okay, ever. And I understand that this is pretentious. I don't wash my hair usually, guys. My hairdresser washes my hair. And it's much better for everybody. But I've just got back from Dubai. And I thought to myself, better to be clean, right? <laughs> Even if I look a bit scrappy. I like the wet hair look. Yeah, guys, it's probably going to still be here until this evening. Kim K vibes. Does Kim K have wet hair? That's a reference, guys, that you probably have to be a little bit cooler to understand the me. Why, 
also like the undone look. Okay, beautiful. Thank you guys for all this beautiful hair feedback. So Adriana says, mostly good, mostly on a frequency between nervous and faithful. And um, from the beginning of the week, I went from worrying into everything to everything is working out for me. Amazing. And that's the work, guys. That's the work. It's a lie. If I said to you, I never worry. I do. I do. The work is actually staying there less time. That's all it is. And that's why we need to be able to have awareness over what is the frequency that I'm emitting? What is it that I'm feeling in my system? Because only when we identify that, can we shift it? Okay. Camille says, I've been to the hairdresser two, three times a, a week for almost a year, never washing my hair at home. Best year ever. Oh God, I love the fact that this is a vibe. Okay. Amazing. And do you know what? I'm going to go stay with Tamsin for a week from next Saturday. Guess what was the first thing that I asked Tamsin? And I was like, Tam, I don't know how to wash my hair. <laughs> Can you please find me a hairdresser? <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, guys, welcome to the EA Top Up. I'm going to give you a, a brief overview. We're going to be doing pretty different um, energetic topics every single day. This top up is going to feel very different to the intensives, okay? The intensives are quite information dense, right? It's like, we're going to learn these practical things to build a business, or we're going to learn these practical systems for love and relationships. It's like, it's quite information dense. We go deep and we go wide, okay? Now, the energetic accelerator isn't necessarily about learning new information. The energetic accelerator is about doing the energetic work, right? So this means repeating what we know, practicing what we know, shifting the frequency within us, and continuing to build these inner tools, right? So these four days, I'm going to run more like a live, right? For those of you guys that have really identified the difference between a live and an intensive, this is going to feel more like an intense live period together. So what's really important for you guys to know is that I'm going to be checking the chat more. So communicate with me in the chat, share where you're at in the chat. This is going to be a really great opportunity to workshop what's going on with you guys right at the moment. We've got how many hours together? We've got eight hours together, guys, to do energetic work, to do energetic tweaking. OK, so use me. I didn't think I'd ever say that sentence, but for this, for the, for the sense of these eight hours together, use me, ask questions, right? Um, don't be embarrassed to ask for like little detailed questions because a tiny, tiny tweak in the energetic realm means a big difference in our physical reality. Okay. So don't be afraid to get nuanced. Don't be afraid to be like, Han, this is a situation happening in my life. All is welcome. Okay. Today, we're going to start with Bob Proctor and then we're going to go on to various other um, energetic things throughout this week. When we did evolving into the CEO um, role, uh, Natalie requested um, some more laws of the universe stuff. So I'm going to start with a bit of, of Bob Proctor today. I'm going to start with some laws of the universe stuff today. And then we're going to do a lot of workshopping of our life. Okay. So I'm going to get the slides as always. We're going to do some workshopping of our life. And I want you guys to start thinking about a situation in your life, right? That might feel icky. A situation in your life that you're like, yeah. I would change that, right? It doesn't have to be something that we're hugely upset about. It doesn't have to be a big drama, right? But I want you to think about something that you just feel not positive about. And then we're going to go through that, okay, towards the end of today's session. 
but I wanted to start reading you a piece about risk taking. So when I was preparing this session today, I asked myself, I was like, what do the School of IH humans need to know, right? I often ask myself that, that's how I prepare um, for, for any lives, for any sessions that we do together, I really ask myself that question. And I opened the book, the Thinking and Results book to risk taking. So we're gonna, we're gonna study that and then we're gonna study attitude, okay? Um, before we even go into all of this, who here has studied studying with me? Do you know what I mean? Who here has been with me in the School of IH, drop, drop an emoji in the chat, where we've talked about studying? And who here remembers how Bob Proctor told us to study. Do you remember Yuli? Yes, Yuli, you've been here from, from the get-go. How does Bob Proctor study? One page until he embodies it. What does embodiment mean? What does embodiment mean? He becomes what he studies. What does that mean? You don't just talk about it, you live it. What does it mean to live something? You guys, you're getting it absolutely right. You're repeating back what I've shared, but can you repeat it back to me in different language to show that you've assimilated it? That it becomes part of the identity? Yes, I love that. It happens as a natural response. So Yuli, can you put an example in the chat? And then I'm gonna give you an example. Because we're gonna set a standard for the energetic accelerator. Who can give me an example of embodying the work? Are my little curls gonna come back? Let's see. Because there are buzzwords that are popular now. And sometimes when there are buzzwords that are popular, it can lose meaning because it's just a thing that people say. And embodied is one of those words. So I want us to make sure that we know what it means. You repeat, I only accept a partner that treats me right, but then you can't really go through when it happens, but one day you just stop saying, you won't treat me like that and you don't have to prep yourself for it. Okay, beautiful. So in this example, and this is yeah this is a, this is an this is an example of embodying a belief so let's say you're repeating to yourself i only accept a partner that treats me life um that's right i only accept a partner that treats me right we've embodied this belief system when we stop tolerating someone that doesn't right and we actually do only accept a partner that treats us right automatically without mechanically having to think of it yes 
This is one way that we can embody Kinesi Maya. This is one way we can embody a belief. But I want to talk today about how we embody teaching, because I want to be talking about this in the context of study. I'm just going to let Maya in as you guys respond to that. So what would it look like to embody a what does it mean to embody a teaching? There's no gap between what you say and how you act. So yes, can you apply that to the context of a teaching? I know I'm getting nitpicky, but when we do energetics, we've got to be nitpicky. <laughs> what does it mean to embody a teaching? Daniela has said there's no gap between what you say and how you act. So this would mean in the context of teaching, there is no gap between understanding a teaching and, and living it. So Camilla's saying you've integrated the frequency of it. Yes. So when something is integrated in our unconscious mind, we do emit that frequency. It's in your being, yes. So it's in your being, yes. Let's have an example. Conscious and unconscious are in sync, yes. So for a teaching, it would be, I consciously understand it and my unconscious has got it programmed in, okay? That would be the definition of embodying a teaching. There's a teaching that I teach and a lot of people teach in a trillion ways. And the teaching is your thoughts become your reality. Who here believes that? Because drop that in the chat. Who here believes that your thoughts become your reality? And who here believes to change their reality, they must change their thinking? Drop an emoji. So we understand this. This is one of the simplest teachings, and I promise that I'm going somewhere with this. This is one of the simplest teachings, yet it's the most profound. How many of you guys feel like you embody this? Okay, that's a perfect answer, Yuli, because that's what I'm going to come to. Yuli's put not in every area of my life yet, but I'm getting there. Same. What I want you to see is that embodiment isn't a yes or a no. It's a scale. Tamil says, I believe it fully. And there's a difference here between believing something fully and living it fully. 
because let's take that teaching of I change my thinking, I change my reality, my thoughts create my reality. I believe that 100%. And am I aware of my thoughts and think only thoughts that are conducive to the reality that I want 100% of my time? No. And I would be very surprised if anyone here in the group was at 100%. So what I want us to see from that is there is always space for deepening of this work. There's always space to raise the standard. Until I'm consciously aware of every thought and every thought that I have is in alignment to the reality that I wanna be living then for me, there is study and implementation and work to do. And so that's why the energetics work is different to maybe learning a business strategy. Because with a business strategy, I'd be like, okay, guys, you're going to do an event, you're going to do a sale, you're going to do a whatever the fuck. You apply that, you live that, it's like it's a strategy, it's done. But with energetics, there is always more levels of mastery. There are always greater levels of awareness. There is always more refinement. And that's the beauty of this. I'm still studying the same stuff that I studied four years ago. I'm still living and applying and refining and feeling my way into teachings that I've been listening to for years. I wrote some stories about this, but the problem that I'm seeing nowadays is that because we've got used to this very fast reality of like, oh, I click this button, I get an order from Amazon or, um, you know, just like very, very fast dopamine hitty results that sometimes we can be less attracted to mastering the simple laws and we're more attracted to more and more cons consuming of information. And I'm not saying consuming information is wrong because in the school of IH, I teach a lot of information. I'm just saying that we can't overlook the foundations. And there is something to be said for someone who is willing to spend a lifetime studying the same work. We had a call with Bob Proctor when he was 87, a month before he died. And he, in that call, told us he is still studying the same work that he studied when he began all of this. And I can't give you an exact date period, but we're talking decades. And we come back to this premise of a lot of people would desire Bob Proctor's work. Bob Proctor would always say, oh, a million dollars is very little money. You know, I can make a million in a weekend. And, and he did many times. And we can really glamorize the end result, right? Oh, that person's got that. You know, people do it with me. Or Han's got this. She's got the house. She's got the relationship. But we can't forget that it's the slow, 
consistent, devoted mastery that gets us there. And so what I love to think to myself is you guys are getting the most extraordinary wins at the moment. We had a team meeting yesterday and we were like, wow, like there's so many fun, incredible things happening in the school. Like you guys are killing it. Like so amazing to watch. But like what excites me is if you guys learn how to study and you guys learn how to learn and you guys develop the patience and consistency and devotion. I'm like, where the fuck is this group going to be at 80? You know, <laughs> for me, that's so exciting. Because there's always more. There is always deepening of the energetic work. There are always greater levels of awareness. And so I want to remind yourself as we begin the energetic, you know, container, top up. This is not just about what you manifest over the next four days, which does happen. You know, I remember my sister in the manifestation week, she manifested a, a free trip to New York and these things are exciting. It's like, can you become the people to master yourself? And then use this work for the rest of your life. Because if we can envision the energetics through that latter lens, like that's where you become limitless. That's where there's no fucking rush. And if you believe in reincarnation, we're gonna be doing it again and again and again and again. So, as we do the laws, notice the percentage of embodiment Notice where there's space for improvement. Notice where there's space for awareness. Notice what you're living. Notice what you're not living. And just call yourself out gently. <laughs> tiny, tiny shifts in the energetic work. If we can get it different. Big, big results okay i'm going to come back to the risk-taking piece at the end i don't feel it's the right time i want to start with what bob proctor referred to as the magic word for him the magic word was attitude for those of you that have been with me for a while what does attitude even mean we hear it all the time oh he's got a bad attitude improve your attitude what does that mean? What does it mean? What is attitude? How you view the world and behave in it, especially when shit hits the fan. I know that's been like the undercurrent of the teachings as of late. Who do you be when things not be good? <laughs> A set of behaviors. Okay, more. it's more than that. What is an attitude? Because it's interesting. Bob Proctor is always like, change your life, change your attitude. And then people are like, what is an attitude? 
What is an attitude? Anyone else? I'm going to give you a clue. Yuli's got it more so because we're speaking about behavior and how we're viewing the world. But how do we view the world? What do we use to view the world? Because behavior is like, okay, perception, yes. What do we use to perceive? It's our beliefs. It's more so than that. Beliefs, all beliefs are, are thoughts that we've had many times. So we think that they're true. The vibration you're putting out after your behavior, also, we view it through the lens of our experiences and our belief. All attitude is, is our thoughts, right? And our thoughts might come from our belief systems, they might come from our experiences, or it could be a new thought that we've never had before. Less likely because most of our thoughts are repetitive. But it's any thought, right? Any feeling and any action. It's the composite of all of these three things. Okay, so it's what we're thinking, the vibration that we're admitting because of the thoughts and the action that we're taking because of the thoughts. That's what constitutes as an attitude. Attitude is the composite of your thoughts, your feelings and your actions, okay? It's not just your thoughts, it's not just your feelings, but it's your thoughts and your feelings when combined and expressed in your action. A quote here. The greatest discovery of my generation was that you can, oh, I can't see my own slides, that you can alter your life by altering your attitude of mind. So what does this mean? You can alter your life by changing your thoughts and your feelings, and then that will automatically change your action. That's how we change our attitude, okay? So lots of you guys have done the thoughts, the feelings work with me. But I want to take it a little bit deeper today. And I want to take it to those core laws. And I'm also going to use a lot of Bob Proctor's language today. And we're going to study together this chapter. The reason that I want to use Bob Proctor's language is because you guys hear me speak a lot. And sometimes when we hear something differently, linguistically, it can deepen our understanding in a way that we didn't understand it. And so I love this sentence. I've never used this sentence with you guys. And as I was reading this this morning, I thought this is really important and I've never taught this. So listen to this. There is a creative power that is flowing into your consciousness. It has no form, it just is. It's neither positive nor negative. For those of you guys that have been with me for a while, what does this remind you of? There is a creative power that is flowing into your consciousness. It has no form, it just is. It's neither positive nor negative. What does this remind you of, guys? 
Yuli says, I feel like I've heard you say something like this, but I can't quite, quite pinpoint this. This is very similar to another teaching from someone else who I love and I don't shut up about. Daniela says, just an update, I'm on the train, so if I disconnect, I'll watch the replay. All good, Daniela. Adrienne has clearly been watching the live. She says, everything is neutral. This is very relevant, but not what I was talking about. Camille says, the energetic dimension, eagle, formless, to be informed. Really interesting parallel. Wasn't going to be where I go. Neville Goddard's work. No, not Neville Goddard. I know we love Neville Goddard, but who? What did Wallace D. Wallace write? Yes. Yes, Daniela. Wallace D. Waddles taught us that in between everything that we see in form, there is the formless substance. When we impress our thinking on the formless substance, we begin the process of creation, right? Bob Proctor is saying this, but he's saying it in a different way. And for those of you guys that are visual, I'm going to give you the image that I see in my mind that helps me understand this. Okay. Visualize just you existing and visualize the top of your head open. Right. And so he's saying there is a creative power that flows into your consciousness. It's like the formless substance, right? It has no form, it just is. It's neither positive nor negative. So imagine this, right? You're here, you're stood here, you've got a head, the head is open. You know, for those of you guys that are more spiritual, you can even see it as like your crown chakra is open, right? And it's connecting to source. Source is another word of formless substance. It's all the same things, it's just different words. So let's tie this together. This crown chakra is open, we're connected to source. All of this is flowing in, but the language that he uses, for me, it clicked differently, right? There is a creative power. That means the formless substance that comes through has a creative power and it flows into your consciousness. Can you visualize this, right? We're connected to source. There is a creative power that flows into your consciousness. At this stage, guys, it is neither positive nor negative. It just has creative potential, right? But as you begin to exercise your higher faculties, what do we know that higher faculties are? It's your thinking. You start to give form to this power. This is the first stage of attitude. This is thinking. Can you imagine that? Like, see that in your mind. You are here, your head. Just imagine your head as this giant thing. Your crown chakra is open. The formless substance is flowing through. It's touching your conscious mind, your conscious thought. And it's your conscious thought that is giving form to this creative substance, right? It's your thought that makes this creative substance positive and negative, because just like Adriana said before, it was neutral. Can you see this? Can you feel this? Can you imagine this? Here, in your conscious mind, this is the first stage of attitude, the first stage of creation. You start to build either a positive or negative image in your mind. This image starts to be impressed on the formless substance or the creative power or whatever you want to call it because it's all the same thing. 
Now, the next bit is really interesting because people ask, Hannah, how can I watch a movie and then not manifest that? Because I'm holding that in my mind. And if everything that I hold in my mind manifests, why has that not manifested? Or Hannah, I watched the news, but then I didn't manifest what I saw in the news. So what's the difference between what I'm manifesting and what I'm not manifesting? I want you to see it in stages. And I wish I'd written a, a diagram in this because it would have been helpful. Um, but maybe we need to get a whiteboard. We'll see. Stage one. Crown chakra is open. Formless is flowing in. Formless is being imprinted by whatever you're thinking about in your conscious mind. Now, sometimes right? There's a whiteboard option in Zoom. Okay, maybe I'll look at that for later because I don't, I, I want to make sure that we get this understood. Sometimes we can see something. Let's take the example of the news. You watch the news and the person that's on the news is sharing a very negative concept. He's saying, ah, oh, as many people say, the world is gonna go to shit and we're all gonna die. This is really important guys. So I hope you guys get this. And it, you'll get it where you need to get it. So it doesn't really matter, but. Even though it's very fast and sometimes we might not feel like there is choice, there is choice. Right. So the newsman is saying, world's going to go to shit, blah, 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 humans are the devil, whatever. On a conscious level, you have the ability to accept and you have the ability to reject, right? Anything that you see and repeat in your conscious mind. Someone's unmuted. So let's say you see something negative and you say to yourself, that's not true for me. I reject that idea. I choose to not believe that. I choose for that not to be true for me. Then the process, ooh, the process of creation stops there. Crown chakra is opened. Creative energy is flown through. There's been an image impressed. We've rejected the image through conscious thought. And the process of creation stops. So we're not going to manifest anything. It's not going to lead to a vibration, right? It's not going to shift your emotional state. You haven't accepted the idea. So you've watched the news. You've gone, not for me. You've continued your day. And that thing external to you has got no power on you. And you're going to know why I'm saying this at the end. Okay. It has no effect on your emotions or your physical body. So it doesn't impact your actions, right? 
and it doesn't impact your vibration. However, if you accept the idea, I'm gonna show you my stick man. If you accept the idea, okay? So see, we've got the top is conscious mind, substance has come through, the mental image has been impressed, right? If we accept the idea or we get emotionally involved with the idea, what happens is that idea starts impressing onto the unconscious mind. When idea is internalized, it's impressed on the unconscious mind. And when something is impressed on the unconscious mind, that's when it starts to shift your frequency, okay? Accepting is also believing, yes. So let's say you watch the news and someone says, humans are the devil. And you accept that idea. And then on top of that idea, upsets you because if you believe that humans are the devil how are you going to feel you're going to feel a lack of safety you get emotionally involved with that idea that idea is in your unconscious mind has shifted your frequency what i want you to see here and i'll come to this as we go on is that in the stage between consciously seeing something and unconsciously internalizing there is a choice whereas if we catch do I accept or reject this idea, right? That's how we can stop our emotional and vibrational state being affected by outside circumstances. Let's give you an example that's a little bit more practical than watching the news, because I don't know how many people here actually even watch the news. Let's say, okay, let's say you have negative feedback from a client and the client says to you, your shit and you have no heart. Let's say that. Okay. So formless substance is coming through to conscious mind, right? We're living a situation in our life where a client goes, your shit and you have no heart. So your shit and you have no heart starts being impressed on the formless substance. Here you have a choice. Do I accept that I'm shit? Obviously, this is not, you know, sophisticated feedback for the sake of the example. Or you reject the idea. If we reject the idea at this stage, we don't internalize the idea. So the idea does not affect our vibration. It doesn't go to the unconscious mind. And it's almost like, I want you to imagine a boomerang, right? It's like the boomerang has come in, the boomerang has gone out. So it's, it's, it's not created anything negative in your life because it's not been able to shift the vibration in your life. So Adrian says, if you accept, is that the same? Yes. So formless substance is coming through, la la la, as it always is, right? We don't switch it on and off. Manifestation is always happening. It's not something that we have to be conscious of. You're in your life, you experience a situation, a client says you're shit and you have no heart. That starts to be impressed on the formless substance and you accept the idea. 
you say, I am shit. And, I, and, and I'm worried I don't have a heart. I'm worried that I'm a bad person, okay? So what's gonna happen when you accept that? You're gonna internalize it. And so what happens when you internalize it, it goes to the unconscious mind. What happens when it goes to the unconscious mind, it shifts our frequency. Okay? And then we're vibrating from a frequency that originates from I'm shit and I'm scared that I'm shit and I'm scared that I don't have an open heart. But sometimes we can't control the emotions that come with something, right? Yuli, I want you to practice something, okay? I want you to practice something. Can you catch it before it goes to the emotion? The second that we're in experiencing an emotion around something, that tells us that we've accepted the idea and it's gone to our unconscious mind. If we can catch it before, right? Just notice. And that's why that question of, is this true or is this not true for me? If we can catch it before, you're gonna notice that the emotion isn't even elicited, okay? Let me give you another example. So the point we get triggered is when we let it go through. Okay, you just answered, yes. Let me give you another example. It took me 35 hours to go to Dubai. I was rejected from two planes, okay? Because they made a mistake with, with, with I, I just, I, I, this, the whole situation doesn't even still make sense. Formless substance is flowing through me because it always is because I'm a human being and I'm alive. The image being impressed on my formless substance, right, is I'm at the plane and they won't let me on the plane, okay? The idea, as that happened, that came into my mind was this is going to fuck up my whole trip. I had business meetings, guys. I didn't go to Dubai on holiday. Like, I was doing business, <laughs> If I had accepted that idea, right, that this is going to fuck up my trip, and what else could I have thought? Nothing ever works out for me. This is going to cost me more money. You know, just I've internalized that, and that's what's going to create the emotion. So what would the emotion be? What would be the vibration? Frustration, pissed offness, victim, you know, all of this stuff. But when the this is so annoying kind of vibe thoughts came through, I was able to notice that and reject that idea. And instead, I chose the thinking of something great is going to come from this. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm being protected from something. Maybe I just decided, right? So that means that I didn't even go into those emotions. This is why if you've been in the school of IH for a while, I talk about catching the thoughts before we're even in a spiral. Because when we're in a spiral and we're in the emotion, we're at a different point. So if we're in that, which happens, there is no shame there. It's not that we stop feeling, right? What do we do? We go move the emotion through our body. We maybe do an inner child. We go scream. We, whatever you need to do to move the energy through your body. 
But I also want you to know that there is another point, right? Because we're now talking about nitty gritty mastery, which is before the emotion is even elicited. I hope you guys are with me. I can easily do it with tiny, not so important things, but during the silent retreat, I came to a realization that speaks to exactly this. I realized that since my mum and great grandmum died of pancreatic cancer, I am terrified, like panic attack, terrified of getting cancer, yeah. And this fear hits me like a punch in the face. Even before the thought has formed, I'm already paralyzed with fear. It's not really something that I can switch off. But, but Yuli, it's because it's been internalized. So the thought, right, of I can die from cancer, right, which has had to be something that I've had to work through a lot as well. So I really feel you in this. That's been internalized. This isn't the first time that you're thinking that. You experience two situations because grief, what does it elicit? A high emotional response. What do we know about a high emotional response? Everything that we think when we're having a high emotional response will go to the unconscious mind. So that's now there, right? So Yuli, for something like that, that's already in the unconscious mind, my recommendation is start working and getting emotionally involved with the thoughts of I'm allowed, to, I'm gonna speak from my experience, Yuli, and you can tell me if this resonates, but I have to work through beliefs for me, which are like, I'm allowed to live long. <laughs> You know, I'm allowed to be healthy for my life. It's possible for me to be healthy, you know, because it is so uh, jarring when we experience something like that. And then you see if there's something that you can then do on an unconscious level, right? An inner child, a reprogramming, an alpha brainwave where you're operating the unconscious mind and you're changing those beliefs. But that belief has been integrated into the unconscious already, which is why the vibration is so instant. You guys can listen to this a few times because I know that I'm getting into the micro details. Please ask any questions that you need, okay? Bob Proctor says, the subconscious mind or the unconscious mind, I'm using both terms flippantly, it's the same thing for me in this context, okay? refers to the unconscious mind as the heart. That's why I've put a little heart there, okay? When you hear people referring to the heart, right? The average individual thinks of the physical lump here, right? But this is not what the Greeks meant. They meant the subconscious mind, the mind that is deductive. In other words, okay, once something's in the unconscious mind, it has no ability to reject anything impressed upon it. It can't differentiate between good or bad, and it has no sense of humor, okay? It is totally and completely subjective. Whatever is impressed upon it, it's accepted and simultaneously expressed in the body. Bob Proctor puts things in weird language. I'm reading it out how he writes it, but I'm also gonna translate it if you, like me, have to read that a trillion times because you're like, what the fuck do you mean, Bob? Different generation, right? Thinking into results, Sandra. So, what do we understand from this? When something is at the level of conscious thought, we can decide whether we accept or we reject an idea, right? Once 
We've accepted an idea at conscious thought and internalized it to unconscious bracket, right? Here, we no longer have choice. The unconscious mind believes anything that you impress on it, right? Good or bad. So let's say, okay, you wake up, you put, I was gonna say your shoes on, but you probably wouldn't put your shoes on first thing. You wake up, you get dressed, you put your shoes on. Now, what's really interesting for you guys to start being aware of is what is the inner chatter that you have as you're getting dressed in the morning? Because what you are doing 100% of the time, the thing is that we're not aware of it, is that you're impressing mental pictures onto the creative power. Now, sometimes we're so oblivious and unconscious, right? That we don't realize for a whole morning, all we've done is impress on our unconscious mind our worst case scenario. Oh, clients aren't gonna join, money is running out, I don't have money to pay for these bills. And so you're impressing it on conscious mind, you're pressing it on the conscious mind, you're pressing the conscious mind. And because you're not aware, okay, of what you're thinking and impressing on the conscious mind, it becomes internalized. And once it becomes internalized, your unconscious mind, even though, you clearly don't desire that as an outcome goal. It starts vibrating it as truth, right? This is when you read religious texts and they talk about free will. What do they mean by that? You have free will to impress whatever you want on your unconscious mind, whatever you want. Yeah, Adrian says, I had this this morning, yeah. And I shared an example for you guys on the video of when Craig and I broke up, my dominant dialogue was like, like I, I just, it didn't elicit any fear of me around relationships because that's not my wound. <laughs> well, it was, but it, it's not something that, that moves anything in me. So my vibration was fine, right? But when we had the restructure, that was so frightening for me. So I started terrifying myself. I didn't even realize I was completely unaware for about two months. All I did was just have an inner dialogue of like disaster. And then I was like, oh, why do these shit things keep happening in my life? Oh, fuck. Because I've been vibrating from my unconscious at this level, at this frequency. It's just, and this is where we get to be thankful of life. I was like, this is a stream of difficult situations. I'm like, oh, 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 that was my vibe. Huh. I'm going to clean that up. And that's where everything shifted. Okay. So your unconscious mind doesn't care if it's good. Your unconscious mind doesn't care if it's bad, right? Whatever is impressed on it, it will be expressed through the body. Okay. The unconscious mind does not recognize time nor space and communicates through vibration. Okay, there's some stuff here that I think is fluff that I don't think we need to go into. Okay. So what we need to understand is that formless substance, creative power flowing through the crown chakra, that's not exactly how it looks, but I think it's a helpful image, right? Whatever we think and we accept in conscious mind, we understand that in conscious mind, there is choice, right? 
whatever is chosen, accepted, integrated, internalized goes into the unconscious mind. So just like when I was scaring myself thinking that my life was falling apart, I had accepted that idea. So I internalized it. And that's why it shifted my vibration. Okay. That will determine the vibration of what is being expressed. Okay. Which is the feeling. If the idea or the mental picture, right, that the person has integrated, accepted, allowed, whatever language you want, is negative, right, the person will start experiencing a negative vibration. However, if it is positive, the vibration will be positive. Now, sometimes people have something against these words, positive and negative. So I want to give you a little in brackets here so we can accept this. Okay, let's go back to the law of polarity. The law of polarity says that everything has an opposite. It's up or it's down. It's hot or it's cold. It is positive or it's negative. Okay, in terms of vibration, there is a positive pole and a negative pole, right? You, you have to have both to have anything. Okay. Let me give you a metaphor. So there's a positive pole and there's a negative pole, okay? What do we know of the law of polarity and the law of opposites? The law of polarity, by the way, is the law of opposites. It's the same law. That both of these poles exist, okay? They do. But you can only focus on one at one time. You can't be positive and you can't be negative at the same time. You are one or the other. Okay, so creative power, mental image, unconscious mind, okay? The idea in the unconscious mind is either in the positive pole or the negative pole, okay? Depending on if the idea is aligned with the positive pole or the negative pole, you will emit either a negative, right, or a positive vibration. What else do we know? We know that this is a spectrum, okay? So there's different positive frequencies and there are different negative frequencies. Again, for simplification, we're not gonna go into that. We just know that the idea is in positive or negative. What else do we know? Vibration is creative. Vibration attracts experiences to you. So if it's in the negative pole, we're attracting more of those, right? Experiences that elicit the same frequency. If you're always very angry, you're gonna elicit more experiences to be angry. If you always feel very grateful, you're gonna elicit more experiences to be grateful. Okay? Are you guys with me? And then we're gonna to go to action. So we've talked about thoughts, we've talked about feelings, we're going to talk about action. And we're seeing how this is all connected, okay? Once a thought has been accepted by the unconscious mind, the body emits a vibration, okay? And that is what moves the body into action. The body, Bob Proctor refers to as an instrument of the mind, okay? It's how the conscious and the subconscious or the conscious and the unconscious come together to express themselves, 
Whatever idea is impressed upon the unconscious mind must be expressed through the vibration of the molecules of the body. And when that vibration becomes strong, the body must literally move into action. If there's conflict in the mind, okay, there'll be conflict in action. If there's clarity in the mind, there'll be clarity in action, right? There'll be clarity in vibration, which is why this work is so important, okay? So let's come back to attitude. Attitude is thoughts, it's feelings, and it's actions, which are all linked together anyway. Attitude is all of these things, okay? So in essence, attitude is the vibration that you feel about the situation, okay? And that vibration is determined by the ideas that you choose and you permit yourself to get emotionally involved in. Attitude, I'm gonna say this again in different ways, is the ideas that you choose and you allow yourself to get emotionally involved in. Let's go back to little Hannah, me, at the airport being rejected from her second plane. <laughs> being like, is this what it's like to be a criminal? What was the idea that I got emotionally involved in? Was it poor me? Could have been. I had a three day trip in Dubai. I had two and a half days in Dubai and I was meant to have four, okay? If I got emotionally involved in poor me, which would have been a choice, that is my attitude, okay? But I got emotionally involved with the idea is that everything is working out for me. That was my attitude. Your attitude is creative, okay? The physical expression is automatic. Really important. And this is the final bit that I want to I want to close on. And we're going to go into practices and we're going to start applying this. OK. Listen to this. So when you're able to shift your attitude, we now understand what an attitude is. When you're able to shift your attitude, everything in your world will shift too. You can shift everything in your life in a negative direction, guys, okay? So if you hold a negative attitude, what does that mean? What is a negative attitude? Negative attitude is that you've got emotionally involved with ideas that create a negative frequency, okay? That person's life will then start attracting situations in alignment with that, okay? However, when you shift your attitude in a positive direction, life improves for the person. I want to give you a big example here, okay? And how this is different to just feeling a feeling, because I know this is where it's nuanced and I want to keep being with this. When my mum died, I had a choice in my conscious mind, okay? Because we can choose in our conscious mind. I could choose, poor me, my mum has died and I'm only 26. 
I could have furthered that with, poor me, my mum has been ill for seven years. I've been a full-time carer for three years and I've missed my younger 20s. Guys, from 23 to 26, I was pretty much involved with my mum's hospital care. That's three years. That's a long period of time to be in, out, in and out of hospices and, and this, okay? If I had got emotionally involved, because what's attitude with the idea that I lost my youth, if I got emotionally involved with the idea of poor me, what is the frequency that I would have been emitting? My life is over. I've lost my youth. Uh, this is not fair. So what are the feelings? Contraction, sadness, lack of opportunity. That's not a feeling, but you know what I mean. So would I be where I am now? No. Okay. Now listen to this bit, because this is the nuance. And this might answer questions that you guys have. When my mum got sick and I was 19, guys, my mum got diagnosed with cancer within the same three-week period as I was diagnosed with depression and eating disorder and social anxiety. I was in and out of the doctors myself. I was put on medication. And three weeks later, my mum was told that she had cancer. And I was told my mum had cancer. The idea that I got emotionally involved with, which was a choice, because this is a conscious thought, was that this will work out in my favor, that beauty will come from this, that I will be the one that heals from depression and whatever happens with my mother, okay, it is gonna be part of my greater becoming. What's the vibration? Hope, motivation, opportunity. They're not frequency words, but I want you to see that, okay? Now, this is the nuance between vibration and emotion. My dominant vibration when my mom passed away was, I trust that this is happening for me, okay? This being said, I'm not a psychopath. I grieved my mother's death. I still grieve my mother's death. Sometimes it hits me in the face and I'm, it's, it's, I'm just gonna cry, okay? That is different. That is emotion flowing through me. But the dominant frequency, even underneath the grief, is I trust that this is good. I trust that this is part of my becoming. I trust that this is my soul's journey. Okay. Now the attitude that I chose towards my mother's death is the only thing that has led to me living the life that I'm living. Notice they're two very different paths. One path is that I chose 
in name of my mum's life and legacy to create something beautiful and incredible and extraordinary that served the planet. I could have also chosen call me and got emotionally involved with that, but I wouldn't be where I am today. Tamsin lost her intestine. You guys know this. I tell you guys this a lot. Tamsin's attitude was, I'm going to be the healthiest that I can be, regardless, right, of having an intestine or not having an intestine. Tamsin got emotionally involved in that. She emitted that frequency. She is now where Tamsin is. Tamsin could have thought, call me, I don't have an intestine. I'm going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life and I'm going to have a short life. That attitude would have led to a different result. Now, these both situations are big situations. So it's easy to see. But in every single moment, you are experiencing circumstance. Okay? What is circumstance? Circumstance are things happening in our life that we may or may not be able to control. Okay? We can't control other people. We can't control when people come and go from this world. We can't control how people treat us. We can't control a whole array of things. What we can control is our attitude towards those things. And then you'll notice that people and circumstances start changing as a byproduct of that. When you change your frequency and you guys will go through this, you'll notice that you no longer attract situations and people, right, that you used to. I'm going to give you a final example with this. And I know I'm walking through it, you know, painfully slowly, but I want us to be able to slow down time in our life to see the whole process so you can make those tiny moves that shift your reality. I used to have an experience, right? Which was men would have sex with me and never want to have a relationship with me. And it went on for four years. Every man that I met, for whatever reason, would sleep with me right? And then tell me, oh, I've met someone else or not respond to me, or I just attracted horrible things. <laughs> I remember one guy was like, that's not what I like to have sex. Now my attitude, right? When these things would happen to me, the idea that in my conscious mind, I would get involved with would be I'm not lovable. And every time I accepted the idea of I'm not lovable, that went to my unconscious mind. And even if I was doing the exact same things as I am now, what is the vibration that I'm emitting? I'm emitting the vibration of worthlessness, unlovability, right? So every guy that I met would fall into this same pattern. What changed? I had a breakup. 
I actually got into a relationship. I was so excited. I chose terribly, guys, because I was just so desperate that someone would love me. I was like, you're a terrible choice, but like, no one loves me. So like, I'll take you. That was, that was actually how I chose this relationship. Do not recommend, right? And we broke up. So remember, creative power, eyes looking at my life, okay? My life is telling me you've just broken up with this person. Thought comes into conscious mind, right? Mental picture, you're not lovable. What I did took three seconds, okay? I went, no, I do not choose to believe that. No. So that couldn't permeate my unconscious mind. I didn't let that go through. And I chose something different, okay? I decided my attitude would be, that this is the relationship that takes me to my life partner. I decided that, okay? I got emotionally involved with the idea of this is the stepping stone to the love of my life. Like, you know, so then I got emotionally involved with that. That goes into my unconscious mind. I'm emitting a new frequency. What's the frequency? It's no longer worthlessness. It's different, okay? What happens when something goes to our unconscious? It starts affecting our action. What did I do? I did three courses on relationships. I looked at my trauma. I did the work. Okay. So now I'm radiating in a different frequency. The frequency is I love myself. I'm sure of myself. I feel cool about this. Duh, 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 duh. What happens? Within six months, I walk past Craig. And Craig, it was a completely different situation with him because we didn't even have sex for three months and he was ready to commit to me from day one, right? Why did Craig come into my life after I'd shifted my vibration, right? He could only come into my life because there's now a vibrational match. Before, even if I'd walked past him, which by the way is guys, we, we trained at the same gym for two and a half years and we never met until after I did this work. You're invisible to each other because you're not on the same frequency. Now, it's been a long time since I've met Craig or the Bagel, nearly three years, okay? So I've done a lot more work on myself. I do not attract situations, right? That make me feel, not that anything can make you feel anything, right? But elicit an emotional response of I'm not lovable around men those situations are no longer part of my reality, not because they don't exist in the world, because they do, but because I'm in no longer in vibrational coherence, I don't need to experience them. And this started with a change in attitude. Are you guys with me? Do you guys, do you get this? Do you see how important this is? Got it. So what I want you guys to be hyper, super aware of is what is my attitude to everything that is passing my mental screen as I go through my life? Is that conducive to what I want to create? When you look at your bank account, because we talk about money a lot, right? Is the attitude that you are holding, that is not enough. 
Are you accepting the idea of that is not enough? That's going to shift your vibration. Your vibration is then going to be, I don't have enough. So then, oh, it's going to be like you do a free event and somehow people don't sign up. And I wonder why people don't sign up. That's so strange. Every time we do this event, people sign up. Why? You are vibrating in I don't have enough. And so those people that were going to sign up, they're suddenly like, oh, I'm going to go do that. And then you do another free event and you look at your bank account and you think, I am a baller, money be so easy. Do the exact same thing. But this time you're emitting a vibration of like, I'm a baller. Oh, sales are coming easy. I suddenly have this great idea. I suddenly have this idea to take action on this. And it's a huge success. What changed? What happened? Your attitude. Okay. Final piece here. I've just been to Dubai. You guys know this. And I, I, I will share more experiences with you guys because, you know, I like to pass down the things that I learned. But I had an insane experience. I, you know, everyone that I met was just insanely successful. I had breakfast with someone who makes 500 million a year from one of his businesses. He has five. Um, I spent the majority of my time with one of my friends from Spain who's there, who signed a deal where he made 8 million cash in three months. <laughs> I've been to Dubai before, guys. I didn't have these type of conversations last time. Why? Shifted my frequency. And now suddenly I can only have those type of conversations. So don't be surprised that when you do the work to shift your frequency, that your reality starts changing. You start realizing that you're exactly in the right spots to get the things that you want, or you meet the exact right collection of people. But it's not a coincidence. It started when you consciously chose to got involved with an idea. So I want you guys to get your journals. Let's put this into action. Let's make this practical. Let's start workshopping our lives, okay? Because if not, this is just some fun, slow facts because I do feel like I had to teach this slow. Let's make this a thing. I want you to get your journal, right? And I want you to write in your journal a situation that's not going well. A situation that you would like to improve. And I want you to write it down in as much detail as possible. Okay, because we're looking for nuance. Looking for nuance. Can you put an emoji in the chat if you've got your journal? And I want to remind you about what we talked about in embodying the CEO, sorry, evolving into the CEO role. Do you remember that quote by Viktor Frankl? Viktor Frankl was the concentration camp survivor. Do you remember he spent, I think, four or five years in concentration camps? He was in Auschwitz. And um, his book is interesting because it's the only book about concentration camps that I know is positive. And most people would say you can't write a positive book about concentration camps. 
And Viktor Frankl proved that to be untrue. And he's got a famous quote. And his quote is, your final freedom as a human is the attitude that you choose about something. And he chose, and this is extreme, guys, to find meaning in the concentration camps. And he's interesting because he's one of the, the survivors that went on to live a happy and fulfilling life. So it's interesting to remember that. I'm going to close this because I have to put the music on first or maybe it'll let me. Mm. Oh, it does. Brilliant. And then I'll put the slides back. Okay, so I'll put music on now. And let's do this together. Reading messages. You've got five minutes, okay? A situation that you would like to improve as much detail as possible, please.
One more minute guys, and then uh, just notice if you're surprising yourself. <laughs> Okay, my loves, we're done. That's all we're gonna do on that, and we're gonna keep going, okay? So I want you to imagine, just finishing that sentence, okay? You're gonna have lots more time to go through this situation, but I wanna make sure that we alchemize it, okay? The beautiful square, as you guys can tell, I am an artist, that I've drawn on my slide, <laughs> 
that says situation in it, okay, that's your piece of paper with your situation. I know, I'm incredible, I'm an artist, okay? What I want us to start exploring is our attitude about the situation, okay? So today's session is getting the theory, but also expanding our awareness to maybe where we're, you know, collaborating with this negative creation that we don't desire. So underneath where you've written about your situation, I just want you to start asking yourself, what thoughts am I having about this situation? Okay, what thoughts am I having about this situation that's not going well? And then I want you to contemplate even deeper, guys, right? How long have I been telling myself this? Because here's the thing with our attitude, and you guys may have grasped this from what I've said already. Many of us have ideas that we've had since little children, that we've internalized and that we've accepted, okay? But actually we're realizing they're not creating what we desire or want, okay? And we're coming back to remind ourselves that we have choice, that we don't have to think that. So I want you guys now to underneath the situation, and I'm going to do it with you guys because I've always got situations to work through. Don't you worry. Still very much practicing. What are the thoughts that you're having? And how long have you been having those thoughts? Okay. Two minutes. We're going to go speedy on this. Because when we're speedy, we tap more into the unconscious mind instead of overthinking it all, okay? So again, I'm going to put the music on. And we're going to spend two minutes. What are your thoughts about this situation? And how long have you been thinking these thoughts?
Okay, underneath that, we're going to write the feelings that we're feeling around the situation. Okay, the feelings that we are feeling around the situation. Okay, and after that, because the feelings around the situation are probably going to take you three seconds, I want you to write what are the actions that you are taking about this situation. So then we'll have the feelings, the thoughts, and the actions about the situation that you don't like. So this will be your current attitude, guys. Your current attitude of your situation. Again, two minutes, so I'm gonna give you till 34 past. If you finish earlier, start sharing in the chat about where you're at, any questions you've got, okay? amazing okay now guys i want you to be really honest and i hope you've had a little bit of clarity come through i want you to rate on a scale of one to ten mm -hmm. what's your current attitude about the situation i gave myself a solid five <laughs> just to show that i am a work in progress and even though i nailed the airport i don't nail every situation okay On a scale of 1 to 10, 
10 be an exceptional attitude, what would you give yourself? And then in the chat, if you can throw us your numbers, just so I know where we're at. A five, okay. Also guys, were you vibing the music? I thought I'd give you something a little bit different to the usual, the usual beats that we have. <laughs> His name's Ape, he performs a lot um, in Ibiza and I love him. Natalie says five, amazing. Adrian says three. Okay, I love the fact that we've got three. <laughs> Yuli says, I immediately shazammed it. Yay! Okay, I love, love, love that you shazammed it. His name is Ape, guys. He's just, oh, he's just phenomenal. And if you can ever get to see him live, he performs in Ibiza all summer. Um, maybe we could get him for when we do an in-person retreat or something, Tam, because his, his music is, is, is medicine. So Camille, the question is, on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being, this is, an, I have an exceptional attitude over this situation, where would you put yourself? Ape Chimba, yeah, Camille. I thought I was going on higher frequencies on this topic. Okay, amazing. Yuli says a solid seven, so we've got three, we've got a seven, we've got two fives. Anyone else? Oh, Camille filmed him in Bali in 2019, okay. What did you think? He's, he's just, when he started singing, I know this is not relevant, I was, I was actually taken away and it doesn't happen very often to me because he's got a voice like no one I've ever heard before. Just amazing. Um, okay, numbers. Tam, do you have a number? Did you do it? I'm curious. I think he's developed so much since then. He may have done. It's been four years. <laughs> Tam got a four. Okay. I love this. I love this, guys. I love the honesty. I love the wide range. Yes. And Camille Singh's wife or girlfriend's amazing. I'm not sure if it is a wife, but he's got a kid. But yes, yeah, she's amazing as well. And she does a lot of um, ceremonies in Ibiza. Okay. Guys, the next question before I get completely distracted by Ape Chimba. The question, um, the next question is, so we've rated where we're at. The next question, I want you to be really honest with yourself because this is what we're learning now, right? Are you letting, notice my language, my very loving language, okay? Because we're just expanding awareness. Are you letting the situation, okay? What is a situation? It's a set of circumstances. Control your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. Right now, in this situation, is your external environment controlling your thoughts, feelings, and actions? Or have you been able to rise above it and choose your thoughts, feelings, actions? The question is, are we basically in conscious choice or are we letting our life inform us? I shouldn't be as excited as I am about this, but I really am. <laughs> Adrian says, surprisingly, not much. Okay, great. That's fantastic. Fantastic awareness. So it was a three. Okay, but we're not letting it control us. This is interesting. This is good. Anyone else? Okay, Tam has risen. Anyone else? And, um... This is a process I can write out for you guys afterwards. Maybe if I can send um, this stuff to Sharon and she can put it on the hub for you so you can guys can do this process um, with any situation, yeah? I received this week an invitation to, oh God, I don't know how to say that, <laughs> Vernissage 
to meet the gallery. So I'm going somewhere. Okay, amazing. Okay, love that, love that. Love that. How exciting. Anyone else? Is the situation controlling your thoughts and your feelings or actions? Or are you choosing your thoughts and your feelings and your actions? I wrote yes, by the way. It is. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Haven't nailed this one. So useful, because I'm going to do the work after this, yeah? And I'm always doing this. I'm choosing my thoughts, feelings, and actions. Okay, guys. Brilliant. Anyone else? I'm surprisingly chill about it. Not sure if I suppress something. <laughs> Amazing. Sometimes, guys, when we've done the emotional work, we can't trust where we feel really chill about something. But, like, just celebrate that. <laughs> Sandra says, massive improvement for me. Yeah, huge. Love that for you, Sandra. Natalie says, letting life control my thoughts, feelings, and actions. Fantastic awareness, guys. Because only... Only when we're aware that we're letting life control our thoughts, feelings, and actions through that awareness can we then choose to take control ourselves, okay? So you're going to notice this manifestation work is a continual process of, oh, life's controlling me. Wait a minute. Oh, let me control. Like, it's, it's, it's always that. Every single level of business, I have to go through some level of that on an inner level, you know? Um, Camille says, I'm choosing. I decide when I'm conscious and I can shift. Amazing. It's been an amazing shift the last weeks. So, oh, I'm so happy for you, Camille. And well-deserved because, right, Camille, you know, I see her in the certification. I see her. She's been in the School of IH for just nearly a year now. And it's like, you're doing it, babe. You're doing it. So like, that, that's everything. Okay. Okay. We're going to do a few more questions. We're going to do two more questions and then we're going to pause again, okay? But before we... Yeah, Camille's like, I am, I am, I'm doing it! <laughs> before we go on to the next questions, I just want you to, to just anchor this in, okay? How easy this is, but we forget to do this. Probably not this group because you guys have been doing this with me for ages, but just this is a reminder that we always need, right? How simple was this, Okay. This is an exercise for you guys for when a situation is funky, right? You wrote the situation down and then you literally wrote down your thoughts, feelings and actions. And this isn't a manifestation piece. This is an awareness piece because you've now just seen your attitude and we know why your attitude is important to control, okay? So in, in 10 minutes, you've got your situation, you've seen your attitude and you've seen, oh, am I letting life control me or am I controlling life? That's huge, guys. If you could do this every single morning and work through all situations, like your life's going to be completely different in six months. It's going to be completely different. You're going to be like, who the fuck even am I? Like, I'm unstoppable, right? So just know that this is super duper important. Yeah. I won a 90 minutes with Ashley in addition to the two times I'd won with you during the free events. That's amazing. Congratulations. So Camille, I want you to program this. This is your normal. You just win everything, right? Because if you get emotionally involved with an idea, it becomes your frequency. And then what's your frequency? Your frequency is success. I win at everything. So then you're going to suddenly start manifesting more in situations to win. You know, like, amazing. Love that. That's now part of your self-image. That's who you are. Okay, I do. I want to keep winning bigger and bigger stuff. Oh God, I love this. And um, yes, I'm just saying the importance to pause and take a moment to do this work. Yes, five minute pause makes a big difference, okay? And this is why sometimes slowing down and doing this work can speed up our money results and everything. I'm thinking to do this as my Sunday ritual. I love that for you, Sandra. I love that, love that, okay? 
Okay, so you're gonna have two more questions. I'm gonna again give you about five minutes for both questions because I want us to be just moving through this relatively fast. So we're just going straight into the unconscious. I just want you to imagine with this situation, and this is gonna be us starting the alchemy, okay? That you've got a friend or you've got a client for those of you guys that work with people. Some of you guys, it might be a friend, it might be a loved one in your life, right? And I want you to imagine that they're in this situation, okay? And the situation, just for the context of this question, they're letting the situation control them, right? So they've ticked no. What would you tell them to do, okay? Because we give the best advice. The thing is that we're often looking outside ourselves to get the advice when actually we've got a lot of really great stuff within us, okay? So that's the first question. I'm gonna write it out for you guys as well whilst you're doing that, just to make sure you've got it, okay? So question one is, if your friend was the one experiencing the situation, and they were letting it control them, what would you tell them to do, okay? Question one. Question two is, how is the outside world, right? So this situation, a reflection of your internal thoughts. What is being reflected back to you, okay? And what is this telling you about your internal thoughts and feelings? So again, remember, your present situation is a manifestation of your past thinking, feeling, and doing. So that second question is starting to identify it. I'll write these down for you and I'll put our good friend Ape back on.
One minute, guys. Finishing your sentence. I got so much out. What was strolling underneath? Wow, very surprised from myself right now. Yes, this is, ah. Uh, Camille's like, I had an aha moment. Something just clicked. Fucking, I love this for you guys. And this is exactly what I was trying to really get to at the start. It's like, we can know this stuff, but it's like the living of this stuff. And it's like, you know, I imagine it's almost like, you know, we're going through that haystack, we're finding that needle, we're like weaving together the thoughts, you know, we're like little old women making tapestries with our thoughts. I have a really weird mind, because this is, this is how I see us. Um, it's just that pause, and you've got clarity, and it was in you, right? So come back to this session as many times as you need to work through something. Now we've got 10 minutes left and I don't wanna go over today and we're gonna to pick up tomorrow and we'll, we'll, we'll close on a little bit of this then we'll go into another topic. I haven't decided, we'll see, okay? But this is more of an, an awareness question and I'll get these written up for you guys. So this is a repeatable process that you can do a trillion times, okay? You know how much I love a repeatable process. This is an awareness question. What are you taking in from your external world, right, that you want to stop taking in. 
So what are you seeing in your external world, right? And accepting as true that isn't actually benefiting you, right? And so what Bob Proctor used as like a, a buffer, so he didn't absorb things that would make him emit a vibration that he didn't want to admit, he used to always say, it's, that's interesting. I've underlined it for myself. I've just got lipstick all over my book because I'm a messy baby, but what can we do? So Bob Proctor would say, that's interesting, okay? So I want you to really reflect what thoughts are you having, okay? You can come to this question later and I'll put it in. We're not going to write it, but what thoughts are you having? What situations are you getting emotionally involved in? I can think of, <laughs> Tam, you can think of some for me. Um, enough for us that you're getting emotionally involved in that you don't need to that we can just say that's interesting Camille said it's like my reality now is just what has been coded in the past that's getting expelled so it creates space for what my actual attitude is coding yes so the manifestation not being here is not a reflection of what I'm doing now but it was of what I was doing in the past spot on Camille Spot on. So we can't get too offended and pissed off with our present moment because it's like, oh, this is still my past. But I have to do the change in attitude now for my present, right? Which is actually my future present to be different. So I want you to be thinking about that, okay? What thoughts are we rejecting? Next question that we're gonna do, I'm gonna spend five minutes finishing with this, okay? We have to remember we can control our thinking about the outside, okay? and not let the outside world control us. That's really what this is. That's that little pause, right? Before it goes from conscious to unconscious. That, that's, that, that little pause is everything. So I want you to ask yourself, how can I think differently about this situation? What thoughts could you impress on your subconscious mind that would help to shift this situation to a better state? So question one is, what can I think differently, right, on the thought level about this situation, that delightful box that I have there for you, that will shift my vibration? Let's say the situation is you didn't hit a monthly goal last month and the story that you're telling yourself is I'm never going to hit it, I'm a failure, blah, blah. So what do you feel? Like a failure, you feel sad, da, da, da. Okay, so the question would be like, what can I change on thought form, right, that I can accept that as an idea and an attitude that will shift my frequency. So it could be like, or I'm just gearing up for the best month of my life, right? Yes, Camille says that I'm fucking launched and it's just a matter of time. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's got a whole energy. How do you even feel reading that, guys? I'm like, oh, that's how I feel. <laughs> so that's the first question. The second question is, when you think about what you desire to experience in this situation, right? So we're going from set of circumstances to becoming a creator. When you think about what you desire to experience in this situation, what do you feel? Okay. So, you know, is it excitement? Is it just, so I want you guys to lock in the new attitude. Can you see this is what we're doing? We've, we've gone from the old attitude and we're taking this new journey to the new attitude of the situation. Okay. So we're going to do thoughts. I'm going to do feelings and then you're going to ask yourself what actions could you take to shift this situation to be more of a positive experience so i am going to put the music on i'm going to give you five minutes right to do this you can spend more of this in your time and then we're going to close today's session and we're going to continue from this okay and we're going to keep doing these practical beautiful manifestation stuff I can absolutely write the questions. I'll, I'll read out the first one again so you guys have got something to start with and then I'll write them out, okay? 
How can you think differently about this situation? What thoughts could you impress on your subconscious mind to help you feel differently about the situation, okay? So we're taking the situation again and we're just thinking what's the attitude that we want to have in forms of thought, feeling and action, okay? Start with thoughts and I'll write this out for you guys. I'll put Ape on.
one minute guys and if you finish you can start sharing and then I'll close the zoom and we'll begin from this tomorrow So we've got time for maybe one quick share in the chat and we'll begin tomorrow. And don't worry, guys, we'll put this shift in alpha brainwave tomorrow. <laughs> I would not let you go an intensive without an alpha brainwave. But I feel like we've got a really good starting place of awareness. OK, and now we can just deepen into this. OK, reflect on this. I'm going to get these questions to you. I love how keen and how willing everyone is to see themselves. It's literally the joy of my life. Um, and I love that about all of you. And yeah, one quick little share in the chat and then we'll see each other tomorrow at three. We'll be going till five again. Um, and whilst we're in this intensive, you know, you can also do the processes and the practices in your spare time, go through different situations, look at things in different ways, just so we keep consolidating. Sandra says, this has shifted something in me. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm happy. I know we went through the, the theory a little bit slower, but I hope that there's been like a little piece that's, that's deepened in the understanding of how this works. Okay. Yay. If we've got no shares, that's also good. We can just see each other tomorrow. Did you hear my burp there? You're welcome. <laughs> hey, baby. Camille says, I'm a fucking powerhouse. I create experiences that I'm so excited about and I give the opportunity to my clients to, set, to share them with me. Yay! Okay, I love, I love, I love, I love that energy. Okay, beautiful, amazing. Sandra's put a little, little flame. Adrian says, I feel more confident to express more of my things. Amazing. Yes. And guys, when we do do these intensives, it really is an opportunity to come and, and share your stuff. And remember, just because it's an intensive and we do sell the, the replays after, no one that's not in the school can't be, no one can be in these sessions. So if you do want to share something and it feels like an edge, you're like, e, I don't want people to see that. It takes about three seconds to edit the videos. So just let us know, okay? Um, if you ever do want something kind of taken out because it feels private. 
Right, I love you all. I'll see you tomorrow. And have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday evening. Bye.